Did you know improving your communication can double your net worth? Just because it's not your title doesn't mean you're not in sales. You are. Lloyd Day created and has taught this communication training for 30 plus years. Macy McNeely, Lloyd's daughter, and Catherine Schubert, a founding student, were struggling entrepreneurs who, after going under his wing and seeing their businesses quadruple, knew that this was the missing piece for so many others. That's how the Guide Culture Training started and has taught over 500 students in just two short years. Sales is guiding people into a decision that is best for them. Guide Culture is not sales training, it's life training. We are a group of completely bought-in sales professionals who persuade for good. Here are your hosts, Macy, Loy, and Catherine. Hey, hey, welcome to the Guide Culture Podcast. So uh, as you know, we are big readers around here and we typically have the same couple books kind of floating around. Like a couple people will be reading the same book and a couple other people will be reading the same book. And right now, Kat and I just finished the No BS Small Business book by Casey Graham. He's been on our podcast before, one of our most highly just loved episodes, mm-hmm. highly listened to episodes. And he has me feeling just like so inspired and almost, I keep telling Kat, like I feel convicted of just looking in a mirror of like all the things that I could do better, which excites me more than anything. And, you know, he has his things of, of what he does to lead a company that is worth being a part of that people, mm-hmm. you know, he gravy is a payment recovery company that when you hear that, you're like, no, thank you. I don't want to be a part of pay, uh, payment recovery. But what people do want to be a part of is gravy. Like they want to mm-hmm. be, they want to work for gravy. And if you read the book, you will totally see why. And it is so, so good. But, you know, I just feel inspired of being like leading people focused. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously we always talk about sales, but we, we say like leadership and sales are the same thing because leading people is getting them excited to take action in some direction, which is exactly what sales is. Which 100%. Is the good news. But there is a way to focus on them as lanes, yeah. I guess I could say they align, but mm-hmm. they're lanes. Same skill, different possibly technique, different yep. reason, mm-hmm. things like that. So what's also interesting is a question that we often get in the guide culture DMs is, mm-hmm. will this work for my leadership? Mm-hmm. As the program, as the sales skill y'all talk about, because we call ourselves a sales and leadership training. So mm-hmm. people want to know how does that really work? Mm-hmm. And um, I actually got a question from one of our amazing grads who a lot of y'all might know she does LinkedIn and she said hey will you like create something Mm -hmm. for me that actually tells people what are some sales strategies you can use for Mm -hmm. leading a team I love it and so that's why we're creating this podcast because one we want to emulate companies like gravy yeah absolutely and be a place people want to be a part of be a part of and like how to get people moving in an excited actionable direction Mm -hmm. right like how do you do that using sales skills yeah um and we don't know everything Mm -hmm. but these five things that we're about to talk about are an absolute game changer Mm -hmm. and you know what's really cool about leading a team Mm -hmm. is like no matter what even if you're a team of one just think about the people in your life Mm -hmm. and think about the people you're preparing for Mm -hmm. like that's good there's so much to be said for becoming the person who can carry the weight before i mean because you don't show up to a weight competition week and then do it because like you showed up to the competition Mm -hmm. like you you got strong first and then you hit the floor that's right right 
right? So like become the person who's strong enough to carry the weight of leadership That's before good. you need to. So no matter where you're at, no matter how mm. you see yourself, the best thing you could do is see yourself like a leader. You know, it's so crazy. I was just talking to somebody who's interested in guide culture and she was saying how, you know, their house, their basement like flooded. And mm. so, you know, all their funds have gone to the, which I totally get. And it's definitely not the right time for her to take it. But we also just talked about how like in just like your home has like emergency funds, so to speak, like you should be prepared mm. for your business, not even financially, but with skill. Oh yeah. Like for the emergency quote emergency fund because mm-hmm. her sales feel good right now but there will be a time that it is like weird and rocky and the conversations aren't going like they usually do or people she's a travel agent people suddenly like don't want to travel like when 2020 hit that was an emergency status mm-hmm. that the people with the right skills thrived and the mm-hmm. people didn't you know mm-hmm. so what you're saying is like the same thing with leadership is just like be ready before be you ready. need it 100 because when you need it it's too late uh so that's gonna be fired up for sure yeah that's I, good. these five things are very tangible mm-hmm. something that you can do you know right now right now yeah absolutely all cool. right number one yes uh one of the biggest principles that we believe in is being on the same side of the table so number one is be on the same side of the table And there's a few different techniques you could use to do this. Mm -hmm. But the point is that in any conversation, whether it be with a spouse, of course, a teammate, which is what we're talking about today, or anybody, it could be a lot of across the table. Here's what I think energy mm-hmm. and like performance review energy performance like let review me, energy let me look at my computer on my side and use it on the other side and watch and let me, me tell you what's up yeah kind of. and not even with a bad attitude you could have the best intentions in the world for sure but there's something to be said for being on the same side of the table whether it be physically mm-hmm. i know we talk a lot of macy's said a lot about literally go move your chair yeah move your body yeah, we got some couches up in here to make sitting on the same side natural. Very easy. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so one of the things that we teach in the training is a technique called like cushioning and mm-hmm. finding a point of agreement because someone, people just want to be heard and felt. Mm-hmm. So saying something like, hey, I get it. I also want to make sure that we hit our goals. Mm-hmm. It just puts you on the same side of the table mm-hmm. without starting off the sentence with, mm-hmm. well, you know you know, this is how it is Mm -hmm. or no, like we can't do that. Mm -hmm. And it's just so subtle. Yeah. Another word for cushion is support. And you're literally just like being a safe and soft place for someone to land when they need to talk. So even just like a, Hey, that's a great question. Or, Hey, that's a really good point before you answer is just one deposit and breaking a wall down. Now I know obviously not everybody is always in person, especially now. So I'm thinking, you know, the words, the cushion point of agreement and the point of agreement is having a point of agreement without agreeing with them. Like if they were to say, I just think that this is pointless. You wouldn't say, yeah, I know it's pointless, but we still have to do it anyway. Right. Hey, I get it. The point of agreement is I want to make sure my time's being used really wisely also. Uh, And then also like, Oh, something that's coming to my, my mind right now is just your tone. Mm-hmm. It's like a way to be on the same side of the table. Uh, you know, there's a way to be like, uh, you know, I think this is pointless. It's like, okay, yeah, but like we still have to do it. Or just like, hey, I get it. I totally get it. Tell me a little bit more. Ask me some questions with that like kind of curious tone of voice mm-hmm. versus why would you say that? Like, why do you think that versus tell me a little bit more about why you feel that way. The difference is just like same side of the table versus against me. Right. Uh, and so just being aware. And that's why I like a voice memo, a a phone call. I'm telling you this last couple of weeks, I've had to have some kind of weird conversations. 
picking up the phone and just hearing the voice and asking the right asking questions with the right tone can get you where you need to go from point A to point B so much faster, so much smoother, and it honestly a better destination. Uh, with the principle in mind of hey, how can I get on the same side of the table with them so they feel supported? Yes. Period. Period. Yeah. The second point we have here is uh, know and care about your team as a person, not as a team member. Mm. So a team member, if you think you, you're caring about like their metrics, you're caring about what they can bring to the company, you're caring their about growth within the company, their growth within the company, what they're doing. And that is obviously, obviously super important. You absolutely want to know that people are performing in the right way. What's really exciting and really cool is that in order for the performance to be where it needs to be, them as a person needs to be right. If there's one thing I have learned is that you are one person, you are, you don't have a business life and a personal life, Mm -hmm. you, everything overflows. And Mm -hmm. so coming alongside of people and just honestly talking about their life and talking about their heart and talking about their families, Mm -hmm. that is honestly sometimes 10 times more needle moving than like, why isn't your stuff performing? Because the quality of the work is proven by where their heart is at. Uh, And so caring about that is just really important. James Clear in Atomic Habits, he says, he describes it as life leaks. Mm-hmm. So your life is leaking. Let me tell you everything for mm-hmm. better or for worse. Yeah. And we all have things in our control, out of our control. I mean, at, at the time of this recording, I am about to birth a baby. That's Courtney right. Courtney is building a house. Mm-hmm. Natty is a newlywed. That's right. Macy has rushed. Right. Mm-hmm. We all have our life and like yeah. life leaks. And mm-hmm. so we want to make sure that each other is good. Yeah. And, but it's not like, hey, are you good? This is truly knowing and this i mean these points are going to blend together Mm -hmm. because people blend together that's right um but really caring about like how's the situation Mm -hmm. where are we at with it Mm -hmm. feeling good is there a solution yeah you know and and just like knowing that someone cares yeah if it's there is no solution yeah it's like the world of a difference Mm -hmm. um that's good and i also just like i want to point out how you said there's it's not like hey are you are you okay are you like assuming that like something is wrong or something right or like wanting you to open up in a way that maybe doesn't feel comfortable comfortable for you in the moment but it feels like you need to based on what (laughs) the way someone asked you yeah that's a situation so there's there's the knowing and caring and this is why this matters because you know how it feels when someone's like, how are you? Mm-hmm. How's it going? In the hallway at the uh, coffee pot. Yeah. And you know, they're not listening to a thing you're saying. That's right. So that's why caring. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's really cool about this is it is it's a sales skill because the saying curiosity killed the cat, but it saved the salesperson. That's right. Be curious about people. Yep. And, and that's not the same thing as nosy because you can stop mm-hmm. if you feel like there's not, like there's a limit yep. for, for somebody. Yep. Um, but just caring enough to even ask. That's right. Like it sends a message and it creates a culture yeah. where people are cared about. Yep. And so the good. people who are cared about want to do better work. People that are cared about want to do better work. Amen to that. That's so good. And this kind of brings us into our third point, which is to have regular meetings, mm-hmm. regular touch points, honestly, to create a container mm-hmm. to just like care about them as a person. And also I, this is so true. If you know, you know what it's like to get a text that says, hey, can we meet real quick? 
and you're like, and it's all you think about all day. And you're, I've seen memes about this. It's yes. like the the text or the email that is like, can we meet real quick? Eyeballs and like bulging out of their head. Like you don't want to meet. You feel sick at your stomach all day. Like you can't think about anything else. This like a scheduled meeting, a scheduled time, a scheduled one-on-one prevents the text prevents the email but also gives you a place to check in on them and then just like say what you need to say um in a just like safe environment one thing that we have is something called one on ones and we do them every other month we found that once a quarter was too little once a month was too much and so every other month seems to be working but we you know we play with the timing depending on the situation and all it looks like is Kat and I alternate. And so depending on who you're meeting with, you come with one thing you would like that person to start doing, one thing you would like that person to stop doing, and one thing you would like the person to keep doing. And you have that for each other. Now, I've talked about this on Instagram before, and people are like, what on earth are some examples? Like, what on earth would you tell someone to stop doing? Like, <laughs> That's a good question. What, yeah. Like, how do you even say that? And mm-hmm. what's really cool about, like, we had them yesterday is, like, everybody knows, like, you can't say anything wrong. You just can't. Like, whatever you say, it's going to be heard. It's not going to be on both ends. It's not going to be like, why would you say that? Oh, my gosh, my feelings are hurt. And this also just creates that container of just knowing, like, what kind of environment mm-hmm. you're walking in versus can we meet? You all of a sudden feel defensive and, like, nervous. Anyway, so, like, a good example, I know the first one-on-one I had with Natty when she first came on. This is before we had anything like Asana, which is our, like, task, a task manager. manager. I mean, I would just, like, send screenshots of stuff and just text it to her all day, every day. <laughs> All day. I didn't know. This lasted a long time. I didn't know any better. I'm just like, I just need some help. I'm trying to like sell. And I don't know how to get this information to you in the right way. Mm -hmm. Asana at the time just felt like too much work to learn. And that was just one thing that she was like, hey, I would love for you to stop doing this. (laughs) Stop like texting me random tasks and random screenshots. Like I'll get a system. Can we use it? It's like, yes, Natty. Thank you for telling me that, you know, and I'm so thankful because if it weren't for that, I'd keep doing it. She'd be frustrated. You know, and three years later, we are all using Asana. Bless her heart. You darn right we are, and it is flowing right. Um, so that's just an example. But sometimes, like things are hard to hear. I mean, people tell me to stop doing stuff a lot. I'm like, dang. I'm kind of cheating by using this example. Yeah. But I, this is. I, I think I told Daddy in court this one time because, like, we had made a call that was like. We didn't make the final call, uh-huh. but they felt tension in it because mm-hmm. uh, their gut was, like, really right. Mm-hmm. And so by the time we did one-on-one, I said, stop holding back because yeah. your gut was right, Yeah, which I could have said, like, start speaking up. Yeah, but, like, but you gotta I, find I was, to like, stop. finding something because they, like, don't do anything wrong. Yeah. So I was, like, stop holding back because, yeah. like, I really trust your gut on this topic, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's just an example. It's not always like stop smacking your gum. (laughs) Right. No, 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 no. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Or something as little like, hey, like sometimes we'll make like last minute changes, right? It's like, hey, can we just like start thinking through them and have a little bit more of a runway instead of just like changing, you know, Kat and I will just live on the fly. Um, And that's just not helpful for people. So anyway, it's just like a really safe place to say what needs to be said. And they're the when I see those on the calendar, my first gut thought is like, man, there's probably like other things that I could be doing. Honestly, that if you just want my honest thought, because they they seem not urgent. Like leadership in general feels it's unimportant. not urgent or unimportant. Yeah, it's like everyone's good. Just assuming that people are good. Mm-hmm. 
And when I leave those meetings, I'm like, okay, things are either not what I thought that they were, which is a huge red flag, or they're better than I thought they were, mm-hmm. which fills up my tank, you know? And I've been on both ends of that uh-huh. where I'm like, things are not like what I want them to be. And to be able to course correct regularly mm-hmm. instead of having to do like a whole overhaul because somebody hasn't been happy for an entire year and now they're gone and we have to start all over. Right. Uh, which suddenly leadership becomes very urgent in that 100%. moment. And that's going back to, hey, you need it way before you think you need it. Oh my gosh. You know? Yes, I do. It's a situation. But, and also I just want you to know, sometimes meetings like things are really good. It's like, hey, I don't have anything. I'm feeling really good. Like my one-on-one with Sarah yesterday was like that. She's like, I feel really good. I feel like everything's on track. Like just keep like using the, our certain text thread for certain things. Mm. That was like the only thing It's like amazing. I'm so glad to hear where you're at, but they have not always been that way because the coach coach program has recently just gotten so good Mm -hmm. and on track. Mm -hmm. What are you about to say? I don't know. I'm just thinking like about the fact that it could, something can feel not urgent or important. Mm -hmm. But then you leave, like, for with a filled tank, for example. Mm-hmm. How often do you, listening to this, you're going to create content. You're going to bust out a project. Mm-hmm. Like, you're just going to grind it out because you know it needs to get done and you're a hard worker and you're the boss, whatever. But, like, your tank might not be full. And I'm right. not trying to be, like, soft and cheesy here. Yeah. But what I am saying is that connecting with people is... It's so needle moving. Mm-hmm. It's so needle and it's needle moving in your brain, like mm-hmm. energy management status. Yeah. To know where things are at. Yeah. I know that my natural I don't know what this is called. I have like avoidance behavior. Like I don't mm. want to look at data. I don't want to look at numbers naturally unless I just like know it's going good. And then it's like fun. It's like I want to look in the mirror when it's I don't like have biased. a pimple, but when That's you have it, you're like, okay, well I'm just gonna not look and pretend like I, you know, don't have one. And so forcing yourself to look in the mirror by having it scheduled regularly, mm. like makes sense. it might be better than you ever thought. That's right. Your numbers might be better than you ever thought, mm-hmm. right? Their love for the company might be new and different. Mm-hmm. Um, so while you might be like me and like naturally want to avoid something that could be potentially wrong, mm-hmm. it's probably not. And if yeah. it is, you actually have like so much ability to do something about it. Exactly. So it's actually really good news. So yeah. getting over that is just... Growing up. Me to me. So good. Me to me, for sure. So, yeah, schedule those. And even if you just have one person on your team, like, schedule them. Just put them on the calendar. Have everybody come with one of each thing. And just try. Honestly, uh, we kind of go by the book Traction. And I know this is so funny. Uh, We, like, go by it like Bible. You know, we, like, really try to, especially the quarterly meetings and the yearly Mm -hmm. meetings. Yeah. And there's a yearly meeting part that's like, go around and tell everyone individually in front of everyone one thing you like like about them and one thing you or you're, they're doing well and one thing they're like not doing well, like a weakness. A strength and a weakness, pretty like much. Like publicly, but individually, you know? <laughs> and I have skipped that. I'm like, we're not doing that. No, sorry. No, we. I just like ignore it. And every time before we do our meetings, I like review my notes and it was like, do this part I, they called it something and I was like what is that so I go back in the book and I read and I'm like we're just gonna do it we're gonna do it everyone just put on your big girl panties <laughs> like we're doing this and it was awesome it really was it was so encouraging and it was also so helpful to just know like where people see I can be better yeah people kind of freaked out about this on Instagram like oh my gosh like what yeah. happened uh-huh. so um I'll just tell what like mine was like a theme like a reoccurring theme with everybody I felt <laughs> it was like, hey, Kat, you're really creative, you know, positive. 
um, the negative thing was like, hey, but you're not like super on top of it or organized, basically. And so that's when I was joking about three years later, we're using Asana. Like mm-hmm. I've tried to be so much better. You've done a good job. About linking stuff and like communicating what, where my things are. And not just texting, but putting it I, in Asana. And, yeah. And I will like send a two minute voice memo, you know, and just assume. hostage. Uh-huh. And so I just really tried not to do that because you might be thinking to yourself like, yeah, like it, it is potentially like embarrassing, but honestly, like, I feel so much better. Right. Like, knowing, because I, I literally get it. Like, I mm-hmm. get how it's helpful for them, because it's helpful for me. Right. Now that I have changed. You've done such a good job. Thank you. She's got things bolded, bolted, underlined, that matter. <laughs> like, your list of all of our calls coming up. You've, you've done a really good oh, job. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well done. All right, point number four. Yes. So, this is another hard sales skill that will take you so far. Like, we try to tell you when things are good for Instagram. This is one of those things that's good for Instagram, good mm-hmm. for the office, good for the home. All of these things are, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one is so simple to like start doing anytime. Mm-hmm. And it is to have a you-centered message. Okay, so if you think about giving instructions about, and Macy, your TikTok, like I feel like when you do team stuff on mm-hmm. TikTok, it mm-hmm. gets rubbed. Like it rubs people for sure. the wrong way. They're and ruthless. that just proves that people, like, honestly need frictionless energy. Yeah. Um. So, but what you could do, she has a TikTok about, like, writing thank you cards or something. Mm-hmm. And it could be like, hey, I need these thank you cards written because I just want this business to, like, have a good mm-hmm. loyalty. Mm-hmm. And then Becca, who's writing the thank you cards, is like, okay, well, I'm mm-hmm. glad that's what you want. Mm-hmm. So here we go. Yeah. And Becca probably has a bad attitude. And Becca's probably like, she told me to. They're probably not even gonna open it. They're probably gonna throw it away. Or like, Mm -hmm. why can't someone else do that? Why does this matter? Why does this matter? All the things. A you center message is just like, hey, Becca, you are so, like, you're so thoughtful. I actually love your handwriting. When you do this, this is gonna build some loyalty with the brand. And I can just like see, you know, where you could go if the business were to grow. Do you mind writing these thank you cards? Mm. Just, I mean, something simple. It's like not scripted. It just came out. With that in my head, but it's mm-hmm. about her, mm-hmm. a you-centered message, mm-hmm. with these same exact instructions. Yeah. Write the thank you note so, so that yeah. loyalty is built. Yeah. Um, but it's a lot less about, like, me and the business mm-hmm. and what I want. Yeah. And then, like, an example for the home, it's like, hey, I need you to, like, make Lucy's lunch today. I have so much going on. I'm late, and I need you to make it, too. Uh, you know, when you make Lucy's lunch, I know that she knows because of the notes that you write for her, uh, and she feels really connected to you when you do this. So if you don't mind making her lunch today, mm-hmm. just like a little bit, that was just a quick little vision too of Carl and Lucy having deeper connection mm-hmm. by the action that he's going to take, and is going to have his heart in the right place making the lunch. Mm-hmm. Gosh, just a little tweak goes a long way. And that was even like, I mean, it could be even simpler than that. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh my gosh. Uh, but like, this goes back to delegating. You know, when you say the word delegate, it feels like hey, do this because like I have too much going on. It's do this because I'm too good for it, honestly. Mm-hmm. But when you have a you-centered message, it feels empowering. Mm-hmm. And it feels encouraging. Uh, so that's the difference there is delegating versus empowering and leveraging people instead of just like people feeling maybe even a little bit used unnecessarily. Right. This it's a really good this is like sisters to our last point, number mm-hmm. five. Yep. Which is why does something matter? Oh, yeah. Tell tell your team 
why something matters. Yes. Um, and this isn't, this is definitely true for delegating because if you're giving someone mm-hmm. a project assignment, uh, mm-hmm. an authority, say, hey, why do I have authority over that? Why mm-hmm. do I, like, why, why should I work hard for that? Mm-hmm. You know? And I think that it reminds me of being raised in, like, a home where it's like, oh, well, I'm your mom. And that's why. Mm-hmm. What is it? What is it that parents say? It's like, yeah, do oh, I because say. I said so. Because I said so. Like, the classic because I said so. Yeah, I'm your mom. Right. And so as like to really lead someone to cast a vision, the vision is why it matters. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Macy just did it so quickly, so like beautifully in a way that just helps mm-hmm. someone know like, okay, like this is about my relationship with my daughter, yeah. not putting mayonnaise on a sandwich. Right. And you know what's so cool is you can do this for and I don't like to overstate, but you can do this for just about everything. Mm-hmm. And most people would see the little things and be like, oh, they get, they already know why it matters. Mm-hmm. I don't need to say it because they should know. And this goes back just to another principle. It's just like never assume anything. And even if they do know, like you could put a different tilt on why it matters. Mm-hmm. Uh, Court is a great example. She's on our team. She used to work for a hospital. And one of the things she would coordinate is volunteers that would uh, – put people who just got out of surgery mm-hmm. and wheel them to their car. Mm-hmm. And after coming to guide culture, she made a comment. She was like, you know, we never just like talked about like why this matters. We mm-hmm. just had the volunteers. We said, Hey, take them to the car and just a quick, like an onboarding situation or even just like handling, handing over the wheelchair to the volunteer and just a quick little like, Hey, you know, they're like feeling really vulnerable. This is like the most vulnerable moment right here. They don't know anybody when you roll them down quickly and safely and with like empathy, mm-hmm. they're going to feel, you know, uh, safe. Mm-hmm. And you get to be the person that sends them home. Well, you like, get to be the person yeah. that gets them to the, to the people mm-hmm. that they love. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about you, but when you're like hurt and you see your mom, like something about that is like so emotional. And it's like the same thing when someone is vulnerable and they see someone they love, they just get emotional and you get to be the person that takes them there. Mm-hmm. Just a quick little, just a snippet of an explanation mm-hmm. of why it matters. And court has been like, man, I wish I knew this when I worked there. Crazy. Oh my gosh. And then um, just another example is going back to the thank you cards. Is yeah. That's an example of like a tedious task. For sure. That was like for like a boss to a, you know, a worker. Intern or something, yeah. Exactly. So you can still paint the white matters for even the smallest things. Mm-hmm. I mean, vacuuming. Yes. Oh, yeah. You know, when you vacuum the home, like you're actually going to feel more confident when mm-hmm. people come over. Mm-hmm. Um, and your mind's going to be present with them, mm. you know. So it's just a little, a little white matters. And honestly, that's when people do better work. Yep. And they see... They're working towards a vision. Yeah, I mean, gosh, this reminds me of start with why. Yeah. Like, just tell them why. Yeah. And it can be it can be seemingly small. Or it could be seemingly obvious. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, if you want something done for the right reason and mm-hmm. your heart can come through in that moment, I just encourage you to share that. Yep. Absolutely. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode of five sales strategies for leading a team and just remind you that sales skills are the root of all of this. Mm -hmm. Sales skills, principles, and foundations is the root of helping people take action in a way that's excited, in a way that they are excited and uh, ready to make an impact. And so when you have sales skills, not only are you going to, of course, like sell product better, but uh, you're going to lead people better in your home, in your company, and just in your life uh, to help them win, which is ultimately what a leader does. Hope you enjoyed this episode and we'll see you on the next one. Thank you so much for listening. And we hope this episode encouraged you in your journey. 
Come join us over at the Winner's Circle Facebook group of online entrepreneurs who are winning the game of life. The link is down in the show notes. We'll see you there.